0: Uh, This is a tough one. Thank God for my growth because what I would have said to you five years ago would not have been received. Can I get a witness? Don't we learn how to control our tongue? Mm, When you mature, you have power. Yeah. All these PTs power over the tongue and then. I have a proper translation of wisdom. I know the wisdom of God from the wisdom of the world. Remember that? Come on now, y'all. Come come on, follow, follow, follow along. Last Sunday, I can pinpoint my trouble. My trouble is that I'm not really submitted to God. That's why we fight, argue, that's why we disagree, that's why I run you down, that's why I talk about you, that's why I gossip, because I'm really not submitted to God. Yes, sir. If I was submitted to God, i keep my mouth shut. If I, was, if I was submitted to God, I'd take the low end. I, if I was really submitted to God, I wouldn't get upset by the things I get upset about, because God's got my back, God's got my front, God's got my side, God's, God's got, got my up and my, and my down. My down. Mm. Mm. From, from whence, whence come these wars? wars? My God. And I'm preaching to myself because, because I I, uh, I, I come, come from, from a family, a family that. that <laughs> quick, 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 Get it yeah. out of there. What'd, you, What'd say? you say? Excuse, Excuse me? And God says, be still and know God so after after James has pinpointed pinpointed our real real trouble and and, and And I want to underscore underscore this this. he says God God gives gives more more grace so we can be humble our real problem is a lack of submission not to one another to God that's our real problem we're not submitted to God. We we wear in religion and not enjoying a relationship. If I was submitted to God, everything God has asked me to do, I go on and do. Isn't that right? And 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 so now James, James, James comes up in this fourth chapter and moves to the poison in my thinking and we got some poisonous thinking done. five key areas of apathy and absence of thought and here's a key word look without god without me you can do nothing think about all the stuff we do without god Think about all decisions we make without God. Hmm. Think about all the things we say God's no way in the vicinity. Hmm. Think how lopsided our value system is without God. Without God. What James begins to do is some surgical operation in this text, and what he does first is our planning is without God's approval. Now, 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 I y'all, 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 y'all know me. I'm I'm more interested in exegeting the passage than I am you saying amen. amen. I'm more. I want God to be pleased. I'm I'm going to take and we're going we're gonna to cut this thing up, and we're going to put it back together. He, he's talking about our planning. It's without God's approval. It's a poison. I talk about poisonous thinking. It's a poison of presupposition. We are presumptuous when it comes to God. We think we know what God wants, and we don't. My God. Look what he says. He says, go to now. In other words, listen up. Ye that say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city, continue there a year, buy and sell and get gain. James is not telling us, nor is he condemning proper business planning, strategic planning. I I am a strategic planner. I plan five years in advance. I plan 10 years in advance. There's no way this ministry got where it is by me living from day to day. I... I, I plan, but your your plans cannot go without Jesus. Amen. Are y'all are you getting this? That 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 when we begin to look at this matter of planning, planning, we cannot, Lord have mercy, plan as if God does not exist. Not when He's holding the future. Not when He's putting breath in your body. Not when, Amen. He's the one making everything happen. And saving faith always includes God. This is atheistic thinking. James begins this presupposition. Now, I want you to hear this. And, 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 and only God knows the future. Now, let me stop. I know some of y'all was in astrology. That stuff is satanic. Leviticus 18 and 20. Let me give you the scripture. Satanic. What's your sign? hell. That's your sign. That stuff is satanic. Uh, anybody gonna, you know, tell a future and amen. Anybody gonna put a, a, a Ouija board or, or some kind of crystal ball in front of you. All that stuff is satanic. Seances. Cutting the lights out, lighting candles and trying to pray the dead back from the dead. They can't come back here. If you see something, you don't drink too much. You know, whatever, it's that stuff is satanic. Look at a satanic girl of divination that followed Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16. And listen what she said. Let, let me show you how slick Satan is. Satan, the girl said, these men are from God. She was teaching truth. And Paul turned around and said, I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus. You know why? Because see, Paul knew where it was coming from. And they got thrown in jail and, you know, flipping in jail and the whole thing because he recognized the spirit of divination. Child of God, God is the one that knows the future, not us. When the man said in Luke, listen, the rich man said, I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And Jesus gave a parable and said, you fool. Tonight your soul is required of thee. You might die tonight. How you making plans without God for next year? Are y'all getting this? So this foolishness, and I want you to see this. Look what he says, verse fourteen: Whereas you know not what shall be on tomorrow, for what is your life is even a vapor. Now this. This, this, this vapor is interesting because both Job, Job 7-7 on turn, Job saw his life as a vapor, and Job lived to be 200 years old. Moses lived to be 120, and Moses saw his life as a vapor. Here's what Moses said. Hmm. Moses said in dealing with this kind of vaporized area of life, Mm. We spent our years as a tale that has been told. Now, no, no, this, this thing is deep. We are so tr- transitory yeah, yeah. and unimportant that God says your whole life was a failure. Did you know Raymond Gordon? Yeah, yeah, he passed it on St. Matthew's. That's it. A tale told. <laughs> Ain't much there, is it? Let me tell you the frightening thing. I remember, and I, I didn't share this this morning. When I first got saved, I was on fire for Jesus, witnessing the hundreds of people every week. I had tracks. I mean going up and down the street, Bible study every Saturday night, just on fire for the Lord. I didn't I didn't wait till I got called to a church. I mean, I was on fire for the Lord. Listeners, I got a call that one of my mother's friends was dying in a hospital. He never stepped a foot in church, not even for a funeral. Never was saved or anything. When I, and, and the story was told when, when 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 the family came around his bed, he kept screaming, "My feet are burning. Move the covers. I'm I'm hot." my feet are burning, my feet are burning, then he died. I'm not trying to interpret what that meant, but vapor. Ecclesiastics three says there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. Almost, um, almost feudalistic. Life is short, full of trouble, Job said. Life is nothing but a soap bubble. It looks beautiful till you touch it, then it's gone. Are y'all getting this? Probably in the next 20, 25 years, none of us will be here. Amen. Probably. I know, I know you're eating your lettuce, taking your vitamins, and you on a treadmill, so you say, I ain't talking about you. sure your... Treadmills ain't got nothing to do what I'm talking about. God, ha- God has a sunrise and a sunset date for everybody. We ain't going to be here that long. So what you do for Christ will last. Can I go- and see, we don't even like to think about that. Ah, well, we got to be all morbid this morning. Well, you got to leave here sometime. Can I get a witness? And it's not until you and I accept death that we can start living. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. Lord, thank you. I've had a great life. Thank you, Lord. You've been good to me, Lord. You've, you've been better to me than I am. I'm preaching to myself. And why should God leave you here long anyway? You ain't doing nothing now. You, you would think you would get on fire for the Lord. Hezekiah prayed and God gave him 15 more years, right? Hezekiah was on fire for the Lord. And so child of God, James is saying that our planning is without God's approval. Look, look what he says. Hang in there because I don't I mess you up now. I told you you got a date on your life. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And and, and the Bible says, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for what? A little time then vanishes away. Some of this comes out of Proverbs. For that ye ought to say, if the Lord, what? Look at your Bibles. Don't look up at me. If the Lord, what? Meaning God has a will for your life. The question is, are you in it? I just want to eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> my God. And you looking at a person like some of us who was reckless with the life God gave me. Reckless. Put stuff in my body and come on now. Messed up. Ran the streets. Did my thing. We was reckless with this temple. Yes, sir. Oh, absolutely. Are y'all praying with me? and some of us are still paying for our recklessness. Hmm. It it, it is said, if you use marijuana, your memory goes. Uh (laughs) Luther Luther can't remember nothing. (laughs) Don't worry, I ain't going to say it. But but check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. We ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we shall live and do this or that. Now you say, well, I I always say, well, do you really mean, is God part of your plans? Because if God is really part of your plans, some of the things you, you are planning, you wouldn't plan. That's part B to this. If I was checking with God about my future, there are some facets I would have to erase. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hmm. Our planning is without God's approval. That's a poison of presumption, my Lord. Secondly, our principles. Are without God's affirmation, a poison of pretension. Now look at verse 16 and 17. But now you rejoice in your what? The word boastings here comes from that operation of pride. All such rejoicing is evil. God says, everything you come up with that exalts you, everything that's self centered, self motivated. I always talk about watch looking for the appreciation, the applause, and the attention. If you need those things in your life, God says that base is coming from pride because God prefers the humble. He prefers you to get low and not worry about yourself. Yeah. And that's and that's and that's one of the reasons We have so much problems in marriage and relationships because when you get over to the agapeo side of the agape love of Jesus, it's really not about you. It's serving someone else and expecting nothing in return. Are y'all getting this? So as we mature, we really learn the biblical concept of love it's giving. It's not getting, it's giving. The world will say, baby, what have you done for me lately? What are you going to do for me? It's, It's serving other people. It's serving God, serving others with no expectation of yourself. Look at it, this poison of pretension. He says boasting, talking about arrogance at the base, talking about attitudes, operation of pride. This arrogance is how we think, how we process. It's a self-acceptance. It's a self-centeredness. Amen. It's, 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 it's improving ourselves. It's, it's a sense of our own calling. It's watching out. Amen. And you got folk in church. I said this morning, they are professional secret agents. They are, they are, they are robocops. They are fruit inspectors. They come to church as if they've arrived and they're looking at you. You got a lot of stinking nerve. Are y'all praying with me? How can I look at battle if I have not first looked at myself? And I'm I'm going beyond the board and, and, and the toothpick. It's not until battle that I have Amen. Exhausted through the power of the Holy Spirit, what's wrong with me? And move to God to correct it before I can start looking out. Can I get a witness you All right, y'all, 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 stay quiet, stay quiet. We'll sing again after the sermon. Praise the name of Jesus. This is why people got so much mouth. They got so many opinions. They got, they, they know everything. Because they can't see themselves. And what Jesus does and what the Word of God does, it will make you see yourself, whether you want to see it or not. I love to hear people take on this, man. Just take on this. Just drop and take the onus. this. Pastor, I blew this. Thank you. Let me hug you and move on. I don't know who did this. Somebody, somebody must have. You know who the somebody is. he's dealing with sins of omission which is failing to do what God wants and sins of commission not doing what he wants us to do this thing is deep that if Lord have mercy if my principles are outside of God's affirmation I have a poisonous view of pretension. I was dealing with this uh, in some systematic theology. Wednesday, need to come out and do part B because we're going to the practical side. See, Jesus comes along and messes up everybody. In in the Beatitudes of Matthew chapter 5, he's teaching kingdom concepts in which man does not have. Happy, blessed are those That mourn, mourn what over your own sin. When you can recognize your sin and start crying over it, God says you blessed. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness; you shall be fed. Blessed are the pure in heart; you shall see God. He He's going through all these beatitudes. Then he gets to similitudes. Interesting. And here's what here's what Jesus said. Jesus said. It has been said of old, this is what was handed down to you by way of law, but I say unto you, it has been said of old, thou shalt not murder. But let me tell you what the true meaning of this is. If you have a problem with your brother, you've already murdered. If you hate your brother, you've already committed murder. Why? Because Jesus is teaching a concept that that which is on the outside is only a microcosm of that's what's really on the inside. The outside is coming from the inside. Mm. The hell is coming from a hell base. I'm preaching up in this place, now. The confusion is coming from a center of Satan's, yeah, territory. Mm. Mm. This surgery. Your boastings, all such rejoicing is evil. Here's your base, it's evil. Now look at verse 17. Therefore, since the base is evil, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, it's sin. Mm. The revelation of the word will reveal to you the sin. Mm. My God. We are so caught up in legalistic mindsets in the church, that is an outward motioning of righteousness, um, rules, regulations, that we have not touched my stuff. Turn to your neighbor and say, my stuff. My My stuff. stuff. My hidden stuff. My stuff. So when two people get married, you got two people coming up the aisle with duffel bags. Yeah. You know, you know what a duffel bag is. is military, you carry all your clothes in it. All your belongings in one bag. That's That's right? You just carry it on your shoulder. My stuff. Hey, my stuff. And then we got a nerve to get married and start concentrating on the other person's stuff. And you done bought two duffel bags. They only got one. You won't confess that anything's wrong with you. You won't, you cannot, listen, not that you will not, you cannot confess. You have protected yourself with these strongholds, 2 Corinthians 10, so long that you can't even touch the area of your infirmity. So the Holy Spirit said, you ain't got to touch it, I got it. I got it, and I'm going to make this stuff come out. I'm going to reveal it to you. I'm 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 going to start a healing process. It's going to hurt. Can I get a witness? See what Jesus did to uh, uh, Peter because Peter was always braggadocious. Peter was always out front. Jesus had to embarrass him publicly. T. Peter, was up? Peter pulled a switchblade, cut off Malchus' head. Jesus had to put it back on. Peter, Peter left. Uh, the pavement where Jesus was being judged cussing. I don't know him. Y'all know, y'all know the story, right? Yeah. And then Peter had a nerve to ask Jesus after the resurrection, alright, you telling me all this, but what about John? He said, that ain't none of your business. John ain't your business. If I, if John stays here i I come back, that's none of your business. Why was G, why was Peter concerned about John? Because that's what we do. When the spotlight is on us, you want to turn to pastor. When the spotlight is on you, you want to turn to your wife. When the spotlight is on you from the Holy Ghost, you want to turn to your husband. When God has identified something in you that's not right, you want to play it off. Instead of saying, Lord, you're right, I'm wrong, heal me, help me in the name of Jesus. Now, we don't have many people in here. Tomorrow morning, they will break their necks getting to work, and they'll be there on time. It ain't like the church. Church start at ten thirty. Some people come running run here quarter after eleven, eleven o'clock. It's all right. We don't, we don't say nothing. We don't say. Do we say anything? We don't, we don't say. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Here they come, same ones. <laughs> we don't say. But tomorrow, if you got to be at work 8 o'clock, 7.59, you be coming through the door. Are y'all, are y'all with me? I'm passing out fussing at you. I'm just telling you the truth. Well, why is it I'm going to be on time for that job, but I won't be on time for worship? Because Jesus has not become your priority. trouble now. While I was running late. I was trying to take care of my baby. I think you'll have a baby tomorrow morning, won't you? <laughs> oh, this stuff is tight. Check it out. <clears throat> Look at one. we We're going through. He, 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 he deals with this matter of planning without God's approval, principles without God affirmation, the poison of pretension, and then power without God's appointment, a poison of wrong priorities. He says, go to now, ye rich men. Now, let me stop. James is not condemning wealthy people here's what he's doing. The Bible says for the love of money is the root to all kinds of evil. Not money. The love of money. Are y'all getting this? People that love money, you gotta watch them. Because the Bible says they'll do anything. The love of money is the root to all different kinds of evil. All different kinds. I'll sell drugs to get money. Hmm. I'll kidnap to get money. I'll rob a bank to get money. I'll steal from the church to get money. Once once that love is there, there's nothing you can put past it. Because it's coming from a root of love for money. And I learned at Philosophy 101 in college that, listen, in a society, a materialistic society in which we live has no room for ethics. There's no room for ethics. None. Money, 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 money. See if I can hit that note might hit it for me. Everything's money. And guess what I learned in life? Those that lust and go after money never get it. God ain't gonna allow it. Never get it. Here's the ones that keep money. Those that have the ability to keep giving away. For God loves a cheerful giver. Oh, y'all ain't praying with me. First I tithe, then I, I have a giving heart. Are y'all getting this? Look what he says to the rich. The rich that are using their money for wrong resources. Now, in Timothy's day, there was a lot of people in Timothy's congregation that was rich. 1 Timothy 6, 17, and 19, don't turn. Here's what Paul wrote to Timothy. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haunty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who freely enriches us with all things for our enjoyment. For our enjoyment for our enjoyment. By the grace of God, I've been I've been tithing over 10% for 30 years. It's no thing with me. It's no thing to me because here here and and has nothing to do with what's coming. It's no thing to me. It's what God is asking me for and I give it to him. It doesn't mean that God has come back with a castle. It means that I'm trying to be faithful over a few things. So the fact of the matter is, I raise my kids, if I give you $10, the first dollar goes back in church because I want my kids to be well off. Y'all ain't ain't getting this. So I teach those concepts while they're children. Are y'all getting me? The fact, the fact, the fact of the matter is, is that when you, when you begin, when you begin to look at this thing on the rich, look what he says in 5.1, go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered and the rest of them shall be a witness against you and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. You have heaped treasure together for the last days. Interesting, this word, last days. That uh, Paul, 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 I mean, James says, verse 4, Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields, which is of you, kept back by fraud, crieth, and the cries have come up to the lord of zeboth. If the word zeboth means the lord of hosts. God is the hosting God. He he sees and knows everything. Mm. And see the fear of God. The fear of God ain't nothing in the drugstore kill you quicker than you fooling around with God. I try to tell people this all the time. You Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Don't go there. This power and this poison are wrong priorities. Look at the language that James used in verse 5. You lived in pleasure on the earth. You've been wanting. You have nourished your own hearts as in the day of slaughter. You have condemned and killed the just and he does not resist you. Wow! How can you be a billionaire, millionaire, and see somebody starving and turn your back? My God! How can you have and not share this? And by the way, Jane talking to church folks. When you go down and look at the offerings that Paul took up for Jerusalem, Macedonia, Thessalonica, Paul says, you guys not only gave us your last, you gave us your souls. Your souls. Your souls. God God will change your image of not only greatness but your finances. Influence, indulgence. Mm. See, I'm free to go to Verizon and get any kind of phone I want because God gets his first. Hmm. You cannot righteously have an Apple computer. Which costs us thirteen fifteen hundred dollars, and won't support the ministry. God's got a problem with that. Man. My suits are tailor made, tailor. My name is in there. I'm free to buy. Are y'all getting this? Why? Because. My priority of order must be in place. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then everything else will fall in place. Do I have a witness? Uh, child, child, child of God. See, this, this thing, this thing in this word, this power is without God's appointment, and it's a, priori- it's, it's a poison of wrong priorities. My first priority is not St. Matthews. This is my family. If you don't take care of your family, you're worse than an infidel. Isn't that in the Bible? My kids ought not be outside with cups begging for money and I'm up in here, amen, talking about praise ye him. What kind of mess is that? Mm. That when we get things in this proper sequence... God blesses us. Are you getting this? God blesses us. And he will continue to bless you. Because that is a portrait of righteousness. Hallelujah. And, 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 and it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here. I'm moving on. That Paul now moves, uh, amen, from the power without God's appointment. All this is without to a patience without God's appreciation, a poison of preemption. Verses 7 and 8 of chapter 5. Here here we go. Be patient, therefore. Now, therefore connects us back with the rich. Don't get in a position where you are so focused on the rich, fret not thyself. Psalm 37, because of evildoers. Here's what God says. Oh, they're going to soon be cut down like the grass. Whither is the green earth? Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him. He should direct thy past. And look what it says. Be patient therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Now, and now, look, look, look at the emphasis James says. Don't think the rich in this world is getting away. Concentrate On when Jesus is coming back. Behold the husbandman, the farmer, waiteth. Now there's an early rain in October, November and there's a latter rain in March and April. The early rain saturates the ground for for planting. My God. Mm. There is... Agriculturally, in your life, spiritually, a season for planting. And then the latter rain, there is a season for harvesting. The rain softens up the ground and prepares the seed to grow. Well My God. Mm. So these ridiculous preachers take biblical concepts out of a love of money. Sow a seed in the garden and you will reap a blessing. That ain't nowhere in no Bible. Amen. And since sheep and I'm a sheep since sheep are stupid. Now why do you say sheep are stupid? Because sheep will go anywhere and eat anything. And some of y'all done ate at so many tables. Well, the bishop said, I got another name for him. Well, the apostle said that if we were just so a blessing, you know, listen, and that's why I'm a biblical. I teach this word. Your tithe don't come to me, your tithe goes to him. Amen. Amen. I bet not touch his tithe. Yes, sir. God don't play that. And people in this congregation from Pentecostal backgrounds. I love my Pentecostal people. Fred Fred Jacobskin, Pentecostal. Love you, man. Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi. anyway, I love you. But check it out. Pentecostal. A lot of Pentecostal people tithe them to the pastor. I have received envelopes on a weekly basis with sums of money in there. Pastor, this is your tithe and I look at it and I turn it over to Lorna. This is no, 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 this is the Lord's money, but they've been taught to pass to tithe into the pastor. Now, if I had no integrity, no, ain't nobody see the envelope. It said to, it said to pastor Gordon, but God sees it. And, 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 and see child of God, child of God, child of God. Here's what I'm trying to get you to see that amen that uh, this matter of patience while suffering is important to God. Perseverance, stick-to-itiveness, steadfastness. When we are going through pure and adulterated fire, God doesn't want us to jump. God doesn't want us to limp out. God doesn't want us to give up. God doesn't want us to abandon ship. He wants you to just be still. The same God that allowed the storm is going to move it. The same God that's allowing the clouds are going to blow them away. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so it's here, it's here, it's here that I'm reminded of Jeremiah who went back to God. and Jer- You know, Jeremiah was a bold Jeremiah suffered. His whole ministry was suffering. His family was against him. His countrymen was against him. The enemy was against him. Jeremiah in chapter 15 called God a liar. Are you all together as a liar unto me? Well, was bitter, man. He went through. So Jeremiah is fussing with God like Habakkuk did. Jeremiah is fussing with God. Jeremiah said, wait a minute. It looks like, Reverend Jones, that the wicked... Is prospering. They live in joy every day. And here we are, who call on your name, who preach in your name, who give in your name, who's faithful in your name. Here we are without anything. What's going on, God? Give me an answer. And God says in Jeremiah 12:5, don't turn. He says, <laughs> if. Lord have mercy. You have run with footmen and they have wearied you out. What are you going to do with horses? Oh, oh wait a minute. If you are giving up on this, yeah, kindergarten demon, if you are about to lose your mind and, amen, uh, walk out because of this travail in your life, what are you going to do when Satan sends his major demons against you? People always say they want a pastor. You, you, you don't know what you're asking for. You don't know what you're asking for. I told them this I got a letter from Connecticut. Dr. Gordon, we were looking for a pastor and I read it to the staff, we laughed. We want, we want the pastor to have a BA degree and five years experience Now, I catch that one. And the, the letter was two pages, everything he wanted the pastor. And three times in the letter, here's what they said, and he's got to be able to have conflict resolution. Three times. Meaning, we need a referee and we need somebody to come in here and break up fights. Isn't that what con- conflict resolution means? Oh, he's got to teach, he's got to preach, he's got to study, he's got to know that word, he's got to have an affectious personality, he's got to be a manager, and he's got to be an administrator, but most of all, he's got to break up fights. What kind of mess is this? That's the kind of church you're going to with a baseball bat. Look, just drag it. <laughs> I'm on the kid. Check it out. Not only if you have run with footmen and they've wearied you out, how can you contend with horses? He goes on to say, if you have, uh, uh, if if in the land of peace in which you have trusted, if that wearies you, what in the world are you going to do when the Jordan River overflows? In other words, what you're going through now is nothing compared to what's coming. look what he says verse 8b also patient establish your hearts now this is a command an imperative command get committed get serious for the coming of the lord is drawing that, that end of verse 8 is a whole sermon The Lord is coming back. You better get your ship in order. He's coming back. And and here, not to the sky, to the earth. Second coming. He's coming back. Do we really live in expectancy of Jesus? No, no we don't. You know what that means? That means Jesus is about to turn to the, to the air. He's going to rapture his church. So let me clean my life up. Yeah, yeah. Let me pray right. Let me serve right. Let me do right. He's coming any moment. The church is lukewarm. Jesus said, I spew you out of my mouth. Anytime the Lord got a knock on the door of your heart, and ask you to let him in. The inference is Revelation three twenty. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Open up and let me come in and sup with you. the The inference is we have put the Lord out. Okay. He's out of here, doc. Well, what is it about Saint Matthew? Oh, great music, great word, great fellowship. God, they have feeding programs. Got busses picking up. Oh. He ain't in here where's jesus where where's Jesus? that's why I do what I do every Sunday morning. It ain't about me it's about him. I'm lifting up his name hmm Child of God, I want, you, I, want you to, I want you to see the surgery and we can really close And then he talks about our purposes are without God's answers, a poison of our pain. Verse 9 Grudge or not, let me stop. Let me give you a microcosm of pain. If you, if you can't remember the others, remember this one. Painful people. Painful people criticize and condescend others. Let me tell you why I criticize you and condescend your name because I don't like myself. I got pain on the inside. I need to put the focus on somebody else. Oh Lord. Pain would not only make you criticize and condescend, in, pain is evident of an internal conflict. I got stuff going on inside of me that you were, that's that's pain. If a man cannot love his wife, he does not love himself. Now what are you gonna do with that scripture? Kent. If I'm incapable of loving Sister Gordon, who's a lovely lady. God says you got stuff on the inside. That's right. You you can't love outside yourself. You're so caught up in yourself. Are y'all getting this? My God. My pain is not only critical of people condescending conflict but it's confusion and God is not the God of Confusion. Every other day, here we go again, major war. Every other moment, major words. Confusion, 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 confusion. Confusion. (laughs) Not only is it critical, condescending, conflictual, confusion, but it's me creating something to fill the void in my life. I'm creating something to keep feeling this stuff. I don't like myself. and, And see, everything we do internally has external ramifications. You know what I mean? It's external ramification. When I, and, and I, I don't mean no harm. I'm not trying to offend nobody, but for 27 years past, I watched this. I read, I've read books on counseling. I've read all. When I see a young girl with purple, pink, and orange hair. Go ahead, Pastor. Let me make sure anybody got purple, pink, and orange hair. Ahead, She's looking for attention. Daddy issues. Yeah, man. See, graffiti... Is an ex- external expression of an internal confusion. So when I write up on the wall, F this and F that, I'm only showing all the confusion on the inside of me. Are y'all getting this? I dealt with this in the Hidden Hurts of the Believer, child of God. And all of us have these things going on from our history. That's why I want you to come and talk to me before you get married. That's right. And people, I ain't going to pastor. He ain't going to embarrass He trying to embarrass you. <laughs> I'm trying to look the person in the eye that you're going to marry and you. Know it, know it. And I'm praying for discernment. Yeah, yeah. There's something here that uh, I don't think they see. There's something here and then I need to deal with it. Because after you get married, it's light and darkness in the bedroom. Hello. i leave that one alone. Look what he says. Grudge not one another against one another brethren. He's talking to brothers and sisters in Christ. Lest he be what? Behold, the courtroom is open and the judge is at the door. Take my brethren, the prophets which have spoken the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. You've heard the patience of Job. Now, James legitimizes that there was a Job. Right? And have seen the end of the Lord and that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercies. Here's what he's saying as I close about Job. He says, take the life of Job. Look what he's teaching us and I'm closing on this. We count them happy which are able to endure. You've heard the patience of Job, seen the here's the key word, the end not of Job but of the Lord. That the Lord is very what? and of tender mercy. Well, who was Job? Job lived. He's a patriarch. He lived sometime in the book of Genesis. Job. There was a war going on between God and Satan. Job knew nothing about it. They were playing chess. He was a pawn. Are y'all with me? His wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? She said, woman, you foolish. The Lord gives and the Lord has taken away Bless his name. And the Bible says in all of this, he did not sin. Then four so-called friends, watch your friends. Watch your so-called friends. They accused Job of sinning against God. Eliphaz, uh, 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 all of them, Big Dad and you know, I, f- I find it interesting when you look at the last chapter of Jew, uh, and I'm, I'm not one to say who, what race somebody was, but uh, when you look at Job's genealogy, there was a woman there called uh, uh, Jamama. Ain't Jamama? So I, I, I don't know if she was the one on a pancake box or not, but, uh, you know, it he, he, he just says that uh, Jamama or something like that. It's interesting, but check it out. I'm trying to wake you up. Check it out. I'm getting ready to close. At the end of Job's life, when he had gone through all of this suffering, why did you make me go through that? Why did you stri- strike me with an incurable diseases and made dogs lick my wounds? Why, God? Why? 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 And Job says, and God, God, God came back to Job and said, who is this with dark counsel?" that would dare judge me. And you know what we have? Dark counsel. Job said, here's my testimony. I had heard of him with the hearing of my ear. But now after going through all this hell, I've seen him. I've seen him. I've seen him. I've seen seen the lightning flash. I've seen him. I've seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. I've seen God work things out and work things in. I've seen God bless me. I've seen God strengthen me. I've seen God fortify me. I've seen God change me. I've seen him and bless his name because I have seen him. Can I get a witness? Jesus died. Didn't he die? He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. And on the third day, he got up with all power. Didn't he get up with all power? All power in his hands. And here's what he said. Because I live, you're going to live. Can I get a witness? He died for our sins was raised for our justification didn't he do that yeah. child of God as we close there's five areas of poisonous thinking that God wants to change in our lives don't plan without God don't have principles that are not biblical don't have a power base which is not appointed by him. Don't think your patience can make it without God's appreciation. And here's the fifth and last one. Your purposes ought to be answered by his faithfulness. A poison of our pain. And child of God, when you look at these scriptures, here's what you see. God is sovereign, God is sufficient, and God is supreme. And whatever's going on in your life this morning, he's got it. He's got you, he's got your family, he's got your children, he's got it. And he's going to work it out for your good and his glory. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Church, say amen. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you need to be saved, Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day, raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Is there one? Just raise your hand. Don't be ashamed. He said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. If you want to join the church on your Christian experience, raise your hand. Is there one? We'd love to have you. Is there one? Is there one? Praise Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the surgery that James reminds us of. And God help us not to leave here saying that wasn't for me. Yes it was. It was for all of us. Help us to submit to your lordship. Help us to ask through the power of the Holy Spirit to subtract these things from our lives. Help us as supreme for us to worship you in spirit and in truth. Not placing anything or anyone in front of you. And we submit to your lordship in Jesus' name, amen. We love you. See you Wednesday night. Have a great, great sign up for the men's retreat. Praise God. You are dismissed. You all right? Love you. Oh, boy. Surgery, 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 surgery.